0: Before we kick off the show today, I want to tell you about an awesome new product that I've been using called Plexiderm. Working in radio, I have to get up super early to come How into the studio. early?
1: Maybe be even before 6, before 5? Five 5.30. Yeah, that's early.
0: And I got these big bags under my eyes. Oh, like, yeah. not the cute bags that you travel with, you know? Uh, really ugly, big, black, dark circles. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> and there's this new product called Plexiderm, uh-huh. and you put a little bit of it under your eye, yeah. and it takes away the bags instantly. Whoa! So please, see for yourself, watch a real video with real people and see how fast crow's feet, wrinkles, and under eye bags disappear.
1: (laughs) He's discovered the sound effects.
0: Those results are backed up by Plexiderm's 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Go to tryplexiderm.com and use coupon code SEXYLIBERAL for my discount. That's tryplexiderm.com with with code SEXYLIBERAL or you can call 1-800- 685 1292 and mention sexy liberal. Welcome to Amped Up with Proud Resister. This is progressive activist Ryan Knight. And I'm Chris Lavoy of The Stephanie Miller Show. And it's Mueller Week. We got Mueller testifying on Wednesday. Heck yeah, we do. And to break it all down, we got a special show. We have not one, but two guests with us today. Uh, Please welcome uh, uh, director and activist Rob Reiner and his daughter, uh, artist and writer, Romy Reiner. Welcome, guys, to the podcast.
2: Now, the first thing we're going to (laughs) say is it's Romy Reiner. So you made your first mistake right out of the box. (laughs) Apologies,
0: Romy Reiner. It's
3: quite all right.
2: Look at that. See, you're all...
3: Yeah.
0: Um, I... (laughs) I was doing my homework last night, as, as I normally do before guests come on the podcast, and um, I was reading just to kind of about your background and what you've done and your family as well. And one of the things that drives me crazy about what's happening in our country right now is that Trump has kind of co-opted patriotism, and he's, we're allowing a family that does not represent patriotism, who's literally betraying our country. Tell us what patriotism is. And here I read your background, and you know, you go from this incredible career in film to making some of the great films of all time Stand By Me, Princess Bride, A Few Good Men, Spinal Tap. Misery. Misery. And then even more impressive for me is you 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 transition and you start fighting for children and families, and you led the fight for social justice, for marriage equality. So I can get married.
2: Are you and getting married? I may may May. i I gave you the opportunity you gave me the opportunity and but i just have to meet somebody exactly
0: and now (laughs) you've you've been on the front lines of the resistance you know helping lead the fight against trump and you are the reiner family is what patriotism is to me and i just want to ask you that like what first off where does the activism come from in your family because it just feels like there's something about your family where it's just you know that and then how do we how do we change the narrative that We're the patriots. They're not the patriots.
2: Well, uh, first of all, you know, I grew up in a family uh, that was very active. My uh, mother and father during the Vietnam War, they uh, protested against the Vietnam War. My mother was part of a group called Another Mother for Peace. Wow. They developed a very famous poster which said, uh, war is unhealthy for children and other living things. Uh, They marched, uh, my dad marched in the moratorium. Civil rights was discussed all the time around the table. You know, we all... Remember, you know, people of my age where we were when uh, John Kennedy was assassinated. I remember where I was when Medgar Evers uh, was assassinated uh, a few months prior to that. And so those things were always talked about. And it's interesting that you bring up patriotism because during the Vietnam War, which is a, to me, you, you know, listen, the country has been divided for forever. You know, right. go back to the Civil War. But the, in recent history, the big division started to happen during the Vietnam War. Mm. And uh, we were really a country divided. And it was, the phrase that you heard was, love it or leave it. Mm. Right? Which is exactly what you're hearing now, Trump re- bringing that, that phrase back. And we always said, a patriot, and we argued about this on All in the Family, and my character on All in the Family. That's right. <laughs> it, 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 the flag stands for our right to protest when we things things are wrong we love the country and we protest when we think things are wrong so that we can make the country better right and that's that to me is, defines patriotism we brought up this in American president when there was a whole issue of uh, Michael Douglas's uh, you know uh, woman he was interested with played by Annette Benning was caught with a picture burning the flag mm. and so the whole idea is the flag represents citizens right if they want to burn the flag right when the when they feel that the country is is going wrong so right now the the resistors the protesters the people that are fighting against the administration to me are the real patriots because, because we want to we want to make this country what it what it's meant to be which is inclusive everyone is uh you know is is part of the solution right no i think i think
0: you're hitting the nail on the head it's it's during, I think there's a time in every nation where the most patriotic thing you can do is resist a president like this, right? Yeah. Who, who doesn't represent anything that America is. And what's interesting, you talk about all in the family. I, I found a quote that, you know, it blows my mind. This was in 2015, right? When when the media was kind of still, you know, not scared to call him a racist, right? Right. And uh, you played a... a you were on the show All in the Family, right? And back in the seventies, and there was a very bigoted character, uh, mm-hmm. yes. uh, Archie Bunker. Yep. Yes, and uh, you were his son-in-law. And somebody, Me-head. somebody asked, act- yes. yes, yes, somebody asked you um, if uh, if the if America if we could bring a show like that back, like would it work today? And, and you said to them, "We are already doing it. We're doing it every day with Donald Trump mm-hmm. running for president. He's Archie Bunker." They're both from Queens. They both have these misogynistic, racist points of view, and they both spout them as if it's a good thing. Yes. And it, what, what's, what's interesting is, you know, here we have him uh, making probably the most racist attacks I've ever, in my lifetime, I've heard yes. a president make against four congresswomen of color
2: who were born here, right, right? Right,
0: And you were, I mean, you and so many others, you were onto his racism way before, well, while I he mean, was even running.
2: Well, I mean, we, it, was, it was all spelled out I and mean, right. we saw the birtherism that he ran on we knew about what he did with the central park vibe we knew about the uh discrimination in housing these were things that uh we all knew about and so you know the, what he has done is he's found that division that was already there in this country that was also stoked by the russians to right. forge it even further absolutely and he's playing on those divisions Yeah. He's more than happy because, you know, you're talking about patriotism. I believe that the patriots are the ones that are fighting for what this country really stands for. Give us, you're tired, you're poor, we're all immigrants right. coming together, we're all of different stripes. But there is a, 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 a big chunk, a much larger chunk than I ever thought, uh, in this country that believes patriotism is standing up for white Christian uh americans right and so th- th- that's the patriotism they they think and everything else is different you say you've never seen an, a president do this and i in my lifetime haven't seen it but i have seen somebody run for president with george wallace mm. who ran on the same uh, same
0: idea right and it's what's what strikes me it's so backwards you know he, you had those people at his rally chanting send her back and and he was just defending them again today saying that these are patriots who love our country and, and And it's like the america and the america that i that I grew up in, people who are spouting racism aren't patriotic it's the ones who are condemning racism who are patriotic right, right? right and so he's literally trying to make this argument, and it's not just that Trump is racist, it's deeper than that he's using racism as a as a weapon to to divide our country right, right. and that's where it gets into almost fascism right yet we have there are certain Democrats who have been scared to kind of call it what it is. And, you know, there's, you know, I want to get into the impeachment discussion in a moment, but we're, we're, we're really kind of going it all in here is I'm here's my fear. The, the corporate media hasn't been on our side since the beginning, (laughs) back in 2015, Rob, when you were calling Trump a racist, the media sure wasn't right. And Democrats have been scared too. And when you don't define your opponent, when you, you know, While the GOP is sitting there doing their best to define Democrats, they're using every opportunity to call us socialists when we're not socialists, right? right? Many of us believe in fixing capitalism and saving
2: capitalism from itself. Which is what what FDR tried to do. Which is what FDR is. And and, which is what uh, Obama tried to do when the the economy collapsed. You have to rein it in. uh, And to make it
0: more equitable for
2: working families. Yeah, we have to agree. We all have to agree that America is... It'll never be anything other than a combination of capitalism and socialism. And so with those Those, those things, those things have to work together. But but what drives me
0: nuts is you have, I disagree with everything the Republicans and Trump stand for, but you got to give them credit. They fight. And while they're sitting there defining us as socialists, when you could make a great deal argument that we're not, we're capitalists who believe in strong social programs, Democrats are missing an opportunity to define this president as and, a racist
2: and he's white will- nationalist president and he's willing to do it himself yes i right. mean he's actually calling himself that in in so many words and he's handing it to us on a silver platter and saying i'm a racist yeah. i stand for racist policies yeah. i want a white nationalist country yes and i think if we run on that and that alone we win this election agreed and it's it's literally like his his slogan is pretty
0: much i'm a racist vote for me you know 2020 right. but but we have to define him as that
2: and yeah. well and he's I, defining I, himself he is defining so him, all the, we have to but, do is is say we agree with you yes. <laughs> yes but also
0: make the case like you said i, I was running to read a tweet you said the other day i think it hits the nail on the head you said it is an argue inarguable donald trump is a racist if you support him you are supporting racism at this crucial time in the struggle for the soul of our nation, we all must choose, either embrace his hatred or fight to overcome our original sin. Human beings hang in the balance. And I really do believe that it's that point. Like This is a battle for the soul of America. It it's is. a battle between good and evil. It's yes. a battle between fascist autocracy or free democracy. That's right.
2: And, and, and we're hanging by a thread, by the way. Right. Because if Trump is reelected, which there's a distinct possibility that that could happen. I, I believe that uh, regardless of what happens in the Electoral College, we're going to win the popular vote by anywhere between 5 and 10 million votes because of where our votes are located. Right. So we have to focus like a laser yeah on those battleground oh, states absolutely. michigan if, pennsylvania, pennsylvania wisconsin wisconsin yep. ohio florida, florida. Yep, those right. places even texas comes yep. down, and some of the places in the south if we can win those battleground states then it will be a landslide of epic right. proportions because it will not only be a popular vote landslide but yep. it'll be an electoral vote landslide and we and if he wins then that tenuous thing of democracy which is hanging by a thread falls apart
0: agreed you know those swing states though sometimes we all get caught up in our echo chambers you know there's the fox news echo chamber which is just propaganda there's the cnn echo chamber the msnbc those swing voters kind of those middle voters that we have to win people forget trump trump's base isn't enough for him to win he has to win independence right but to win those independents in those critical swing states we have to make the case like you do every day on twitter I, i mean that Trump is a racist, yes, and that he is a, pushing a white nationalist agenda. And is this the America that you want, yeah. uh, and, Romy? But yeah. but he Romy, cl- he frankly. claims
3: he's not racist, right? Right, which is scary. He because, and his people. Yeah, are, because yeah. then you're getting gaslighting and all mm-hmm. of
0: that. Right. So we have to combat that gaslighting. Yeah. And and you said something the other day that really struck a chord with me. Uh, it's Romy, right? I don't yes, know it's Romy. Romy. Like row Roma. a
3: boat, and Romy. then me. I love like, it, Romy.
0: Yeah. Uh, when the pre- exactly. you said uh, when the president is allowed to openly tweet racist comments about women in government, imagine how emboldened his supporters feel in the real world.
3: I mean, we've already seen it. Yeah. Uh, every day you see those videos on Twitter and you know other social media outlets where there's just like racist people calling the cops on people doing nothing. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, and, and but it also I mean, speaks it, to it's not just it's not just Trump saying these things. These things are going to cause permanent damage to the fabric of America. He's undermining democracy itself, right? Our yeah. Constitution—that all men and women are created equal. You know, the v-
2: liberty and justice for all. It doesn't say liberty and justice for white nationalists, yeah. right? Well, oddly to them enough, it does. <laughs> yeah, to them it does. And oddly enough, when the country was first formed, the only people who could vote were white male That's right. people of property, right? Uh-huh. But. For whatever, you know, because we had founding fathers that had some kind of foresight, they created a constitution to allow us to expand uh, equality, right. equality for all. Right. Uh, and maybe uh, it didn't start that way, but the ideals no, were there. You had then, you know, then uh, women are allowed to vote. Right. Blacks and whites are allowed to get married. Those yep. things grew as time goes by. But you have a group right now that wants it to go back to where it was. Yes. And uh, where it was was slavery and uh, not a good place to be. And there wasn't civil rights. No, like you said. Um, But you know, it's an interesting... Go ahead, sweetie. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) yeah.
3: (laughs) I was just going to say, I think it's weird because his whole, you know slogan is make America great again Mm -hmm. but then his other thing is love it or leave it so what is it does he like it is it (laughs) better or not I mean he ran
1: an entire campaign trashing America right on America being a shithole and he's going to make it better again and now now he's criticizing people who are saying I want to improve it as well
3: Right. No, it you makes know? no sense. It makes no sense.
0: Which he makes no sense, right? right. I mean, no. he, every argument he makes, you can just, you know, it's like he talks out of both sides of his mouth. It's yeah. doublespeak. Well, I mean, he only
3: he only listens to Kim and Kanye. Oh, oh God. Which <laughs> no. is the most vile, upsetting thing that to happen in this whole generation.
0: I, I literally think that reality television, we will look back, and I think if there was no reality television, that you would not have a Donald Trump. No, right? absolutely Th- This not. country that, that put certain celebrities if you can even call them that on a pedestal that really don't belong there kind of created this atmosphere where like anybody could be famous right well, because know,
2: remember trump's whole thing like he wasn't a good businessman no the apprentice was all fake no but it was that's all what, an illusion that's what's interesting when you call it reality television yeah it's so far from reality because what was created there was this incredibly successful businessman the man was an abject failure mm-hmm. he had you know, declared bankruptcy six times, right? And yet he was developed in reality television as this super successful businessman, and he ran on that, right? And so it's all it's all a charade, and it's right. all something that we, you know, we who have known who he is for a long time, yep. said You know, it's it's it look behind the curtain. You well, know? It's,
0: that's what's so what's what gets me all the time. It's like this: Donald Trump hasn't worked an honest day in his life, right? right. I mean, there's a history of money laundering. There's a right. history of profiting off the back of of immigrant workers in america right undocumented workers The history of
1: bankruptcies The history of
0: bankruptcies and screwing people over sexual assault and, yes. and yet yeah. he convinced a swath of white working class people that he was their guy yes you know and he but he did it like we've been talking about with racism and misogyny and and hearkening back to a time in america where where white people had power and everybody else
2: was below and and think, i don't want to go back to those times think, think about this for a second the Civil War was fought by white people, uh, you know, the Southern whites. You had rich white people mm-hmm. who owned slaves telling the poor white people that you have to fight for our right to own slaves. Those poor white people were never going to own slaves, but they were told that if you don't fight this fight, Mm. those slaves are going to be free, Mm -hmm. they may take your jobs, and they'll supplant you in your place in this country. Now you have a rich, supposedly rich white guy, telling lesser uh, wealthy white people that those people, those brown people that are coming into America are going to take your jobs and are going to destroy the country that you love. It's the same Old trope right. being trod out again.
0: Yeah. And just getting back to kind of the Democrats' overall strategy for 2020, regardless of who our candidate is, you know, there are some people who say, you know, oh, you know, in 2018, Trump went full on fascist too, right before the midterms. Remember he brought up the scaravans, mm-hmm. I yes. call them. And he I mean he took the the racism up to a thousand. And Democrats in the House, they focused on, you know, healthcare and And, you know, raising living wages, you know, giving a working person a living wage. What a, you know, what a shocking concept. Um, And we won the House. But, but I, I get, this is, politics as usual is not going to stop Donald Trump, right? We have to recognize him for the existential threat that he is. Yes. So I think, of course, we need to push our agenda and our platform and our bold progressive issues But I also think we're making a mistake if we don't define Donald Trump, right? That one, we have to define him as a racist and we have to define him that he's using racism as a political weapon to divide our nation. And two, I think we also have to, you know, and and Michelle Obama had a tweet that I want to read in a second, but I think the second part of not just defining him as a racist is we have to provide voters with a hopeful, aspirational message for what America is. That's kind of that second part, right? It's like, do we want to be the the send her back America, or do we want to be the America that the next day after Ilhan came to the airport in Minnesota and you heard people chanting, welcome home, Ilhan. Which America do we want to be? The send her back or the welcome home?
3: Yeah, I think it's confusing when he's spouting all of this racism and talking about how much he hates immigrants and that they're bad people and doing horrible things for our country when he's married to one and his mother was one. I mean, it's so mind-blowing it's and i say this all the time i don't know if it's appropriate but i find that the only immigrants he's okay with are ones that have big tits and want to fuck him right like sorry i just feel <laughs> <laughs> i feel that that's what's happening and that's the shit we should be calling out yeah yeah that's the real stuff i mean no one talks about the fact that his wife wa- i mean his wife if you want to play his game can't really speak english that well <laughs> Not that I care. I think, you know, you can speak whatever you want in this country. But up to according to him, you can't. You're so right. why is she the first lady of America not, you know? Yep. Your silence. Standards. Totally. Silence. I don't know. That's just...
0: No, you're, head, you're <laughs> hitting the nail on the nail head. Nail on the head. I, 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 nail on the head. I think... So right after all this, these he attacked these congresswomen, you know, the racist attacks. Michelle Obama tweeted something. And I just think it's important, too, to remind, like, while Trump is representing division. He's not patriot. He's not a patriot. He does not. Patriotism, this isn't patriotism what we're seeing. It's important to remember that we also have to give America a bigger message and remind America who we really are. That yes, we, you know, we're the country that had slavery, but we're also the country that had the biggest civil rights movement in the world and in history right that we are the the country that didn't let gay and you know lgbtq people get married and then we're the country now that has marriage equality we have to keep reminding that that we are bigger and
2: and that we move forward we move forward we move forward things are progressing but you also have to remember and that's true she, M- michelle obama also said when they go low we go high right uh that, and i disagree <laughs> well no the high part of it is what you just said yes. right but do never ever forget the low part right because or normalize the low part he's in the gutter right he's he's in a street fight yeah if we come with marcus of queensberry rules right we're gonna lose absolutely we gotta go hard at him just yep. like you said he's a racist yep he's a misogynist he, but they
3: like that. They they ultimately don't mind being called his, that. You're his absolutely voters. right. His they don't voters. care. His we voters. need the
2: independent his, voters. His voters like that, but the, our voters don't, and there are independent voters that were proved in the midterms. And the midterms, yeah. yes, we pr- we, we, we pushed health care, we push the environment, we push jobs and all of that, right. and that has to be part of it. But if that's the main part, we're going to lose, right? We're going to lose because this is a street fight yep. and we ha- the, it's a, you know, every cha- election is either a referendum to continue what we're doing mm-hmm. or a change. The change is to get him out of the white house, right? Whoever the democratic nominee is, that's the change. It doesn't matter who it is. Right. So, y- you know, there's a dime's worth of difference between the policies of let's say Joe Biden and Elizabeth Warren. Right. There's no difference. It's just a you know, little bit shavings. But what's big difference is one guy's a racist yep. and one person is not. Right. And ha- that's what we push. Yep.
3: But have you ever thought about in, you know, we're talking 10 maybe, I don't know how many years in advance, that once he's gone, you have all these supporters of his who are now really charged up and yep. want to run for yeah. president and yep. we get 10 or 15 more of trump's no you're I mean, absolutely we're right not he's it's like a high Trump. drum you know yeah. we,
1: we cut the yeah. head off and you're right he yeah.
3: three more.
0: He's, he's awakened the biggest demons america's ever had i mean racism is our original sin and and he is just bringing it back right out and you're absolutely right we're going to see making the eff- it cute by make- coming up right. with
3: slogans and, 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 chants. and nicknames and and yeah. the Michelle
0: Obama quote. You know, when they go low, we go high. That works for politics as usual, but that doesn't work when you have an emboldened authoritarian destroying our democracy. Who has
3: this is three the three time- brain cells, right?
0: No, <laughs> but this is the time we have. We have to stop bringing a butter knife to a bazooka fight, right? Like and- we have to kind of show yeah. up and fight. And but I just want to read Michelle Obama's quote because I do yep. think it's re- this. This is important. What truly makes our country great is its diversity. I've seen that beauty in so many ways over the years. Whether we are born here or seek refuge here, there's a place for us all. We must remember it's not my America or your America. It's our America. Mm -hmm. And why that's important is Trump isn't making an argument about trying to unite our country or bring our country together. He's making an argument that this country is for 25% of Americans, white nationalist Americans. And so if we can a label him as the racist and white nationalist, but b gives 75% of America, the rest of America something bigger to aspire to, right. that's going to push remember, Barack Obama didn't run on on specific policies. He ran on hope and change. And he was such a dynamic candidate that he got voters that normally don't vote out to the polls. And we need that same kind of dynamic right. aspirational, you know, we're going to land a man on Mars, you know, give Americans something to look forward to hope, you know, like like JFK, you know, and harken and yes, yeah. back to those days. And, and, and you're right. The FDRs, you know, a, a new deal, you know, and, and making the economy more equitable. But but, you know, we can't shy away from the fight. And let's kind of switch gears and talk about Moeller testifying on Wednesday. Yeah. And, you know, look, you know, Rob, I really appreciate your advocacy for impeachment. I've been fighting for impeachment for a long time now. And it's been an h- uphill fight. Um, the video that you made, that you directed yes. with those other you know actors, Yo, act, that was. Let me tell you something. I was I was feeling so discouraged when that video came out about a month ago. I mean, I've been pounding the. I've been organized calls to yeah. to Democrats and Republicans, and I've worked with Tom Steyer's group, Need right. to Impeach. Uh, I've worked with We the People uh, group. It's 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 been a it's been an uphill fight. It's like we have this traitor in the White House who cons- co- colluded with a foreign government, right? And obstructed justice to cover everything up, and yet we have to beg our Democrats to hold him accountable when we have the power to do it when we took the House back. And what your video did, Rob, that you guys can all go see right now on uh, Now This News, um, what that video did is is 3% of America read the Mueller report, according to polls. Nobody read it. So well,
2: and it, you and work in, including, including, con- yeah. you know, yeah. including no one... congressmen,
0: <laughs> right. including some people in Congress. And so what you did with your video for now, this news is you took the, the, what was on the page that Mueller had wrote and you brought it to life yeah. on screen yeah. and you brought it to life in a way like you I think it's about five minutes. Mm-hmm. When you watch the video that you produced, Rob, there is, I don't know anyone, especially a Democrat or an independent after watching that video that isn't like, we got to start impeachment right now. Yeah. Because once, here's the thing, we're in an information warfare battle. We're battling uh, Barr's gaslighting with his, me- with his letter he put out a month before we got right. to read the Mueller report that said no collusion, no obstruction, which was a lie. Yeah. That's what we're battling. Yep. And so what your video does is it fights the gaslighting straight on. Yep. It brings the Mueller report. And when you can see the Mueller report on TV and that kind of made for TV movie, it shifts. Something yeah. happens. Well, that's and so that's what I want the Democrats to yeah, do that's with the impeachment hearings.
2: And I don't know that it will happen with the Mueller uh, hearing, uh, but if it could be orchestrated in the right way, right. it could do what the video does. I mean, if you remember when Mueller was on uh, that one time for eight or nine minutes, he had the was press was wall-to-wall coverage for right. two days. Yep. If we can get just... The information from the report out, right? In, in in small bites that we can put together, then the public might uh, might start to understand what what has happened. It's the most uh, criminal president in our in our history. Uh, the problem is, it's a chicken and egg thing because mm. the public won't want to clamor for. Uh, an impeachment inquiry until they really have the information, and they won't get the information <laughs> unless you start an impeachment inquiry, Correct. which allows you to access material right. and 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 witnesses. So right. that's this is a big problem, and yep. I don't see the speaker uh, with any kind of interest in going down that road. So we're gonna it's gonna be very hard for us to mm-hmm. to to catch fire. I- why, why is that? Why do you see the the Democratic leaders kind of shying away from the fight? uh well i think it's very clear that from nancy pelosi's standpoint she's concerned about losing the red seats that she picked up in the midterm right and losing the house but to me there's a much bigger uh, uh uh thing at play here and it's not about holding the house or even winning the white house which i would say in the short short term politically that's what we want to do but democracy is hanging by a thread here. right and if we don't Hold this president accountable in some way, whether it's even if it's disregard, you know, discarded in the Senate. We have to do it because we are the oldest living democracy. We are the shining city on the hill. And if this world has any hope of being an inclusive world, we have to be the example. Right. And the example is to say we don't want a tyrant. We don't want an autocrat. We don't want a king. We want marriage equality. Right. We want civil rights. We want these things. And if America can be the representative of that to the rest of the world, we then start reaching towards what John Lennon talked about mm. in Imagine. Mm. Imagine we're all one. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's what we're fighting for here. Right. So there may be a short-term political gain, right. but if we don't, uh, and by the way, you know, you know, Romy's mother, my wife, has said it many times. What if, you know, we don't go through this impeachment process, and he wins anyway? Exactly. Then we've then well, we're really dead. And well, we're gone. And, and then we're done. Then we're fucked. And, and here's yeah. what I say. Yeah. I yeah. kind of
0: say something similar. It's like if you're gonna lose, go don't go down without a fight. Yeah. Like we got to throw the kitchen sink at him. Yeah. And he and and when a president commits impeachable offenses, which Trump has committed numerous. That's the moment you be- begin impeachment hearings. Yes, it's that simple. And by and the I, way, and we're, the other...
2: we're we're long past way past. It. We're long past it because in order to for this to be successful as a producer kind of guy, Yikes. what I would have done is you start the impeachment inquiry right, right away. That allows you to be a, an official judicial proceeding. Right, you can get documents. You, you have can, more legal power. You can compel testimony. Right, and you and you and you get Mueller. Up on the hill, right away, and then you follow it right. with one witness after the next, and that way the audience, the po- the audience, that's yeah. the way I look at right. it. Yeah, the, the voter, public, the, the voter, audience, the, voter yeah. the voter gets to see what this is. But we are so far down the road, right. we're going to slide sliding into these. Ne- he, they've outplayed well, us here well, but well, here, well here's the deal you and it. I believe it's politically good for us I think it will yes. help us win yes. in the mid in the in the 2020 not hurt us agree and that's where so for me
0: I make the same argument that from a constitutional perspective that it's the right thing to do right to defend our democracy when a president uh, uh, breaks when a president breaks the law you start impeachment hearings but then secondly from a political perspective, standpoint i think it actually helps us not hurts us like yes. you said and here's why those swing voters that pelosi's worried about in some of those red districts they're the voters who don't watch cnn or fox okay, news you know and who, they don't know and you know that, who that he justice
2: and you know who that voter is that voter is the woman in the justin amash town hall meeting yes. right who went after he explained what was in the Mueller report Correct. she said I had no no idea idea. that that he had done anything wrong. I thought he was completely exonerated. Exactly. We're playing to that woman yes, so that the people hear.
0: Because we've allowed Trump to control the narrative, right? And so when he's controlling the narrative, you're allowing Barr and Trump to gaslight, right? It's the no collusion, no obstruction. Democrats, if we had an impeachment inquiry... We would actually control the narrative. Yes. We could lay out the evidence and make the case to the people. And that swing voter, when they find out Trump is a crook, look, I want as many independents as possible to know that Trump obstructed justice because that's going to help us vote him out. I so the impeachment hearings actually educate them. Yeah. So, it's so, so from that standpoint, like, I just don't kind of understand what's mm-hmm. happening.
1: Yeah. There will be wall-to-wall coverage on Wednesday of yes. the Mueller hearings. I yeah. saw a promo on, on ABC this morning saying, they're starting at 6 a.m. Right. What about Fox? I don't think Fo- Fox is. Fox isn't is. going to... They they're going to cover are are wall-to-wall? Cover it? Yeah, Brett Barrett and no. Martha McCollum will be oh, okay. carrying wall-to-wall okay. coverage. All right. so, Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and
0: Joy Reid brought up an interesting point that I think you'll relate to is, is she said on the Stephanie Miller show, mm-hmm. she said that Trump is show business. Yes. That, and, and you can't beat show business with non-show business. I agree. And that, in essence, Trump's whole... TV, his whole presidency is a television show, yeah. and so how do you beat a television show with a television show? Right, and we you put done, the impeachment we, hearings on TV. It.
2: We haven't done it, and I, we haven't done it. We haven't orchestrated
3: it. Yeah, no, I totally disagree. I feel like um, if you want my generation, who doesn't really give a shit about politics right mm-hmm. now, and I can mm-hmm. say that definitively, a lot of people are, you know, being engaged. And I know some friends, but most of my friends are kind of just like. Eh, whatevs. I want to go on my phone, yeah. like, and mm. go on Instagram and like pictures of butts and stuff <laughs> like that. So, but I really think that the most important thing someone could do—I don't know who it could be—and I don't know if Kim Kardashian would agree to it—is to start writing. Uh, little sentences from the Mueller report on her butt and take photos of that <laughs> so that people can start reading it. I
1: don't think Kim Kardashian but, is the right person because she's kind of in bed with... She's well,
3: kind of any, I mean, Trump if Trump you, from you, a criminal
1: justice right. standpoint which is just weird. If you yeah. know, you know she's, like yeah. anyone right. in right. the social right. media and realm
3: everyone right. has those butts now yeah. so you could put them on 10 butts <laughs> <in> the,
2: <laughs> You can then say it's Kim Kardashian And the, yeah, right.
3: and the other I, thing too is you could start putting them on Chick-fil-A receipts. I mean, you gotta start targeting the people where they are i mean yeah.
0: but the other thing is if we did have the impeachment hearings the clips won't just be on television they'll be all over social media so we can make those clips you know the good clips from the hearings and we can put them on youtube and facebook and twitter and we can kind of bring it alive but here's the deal you're a y- you're a younger voter we need to get one of the the hugest advantage that democrats have over republicans is with younger voters younger voters are way more progressive uh than older than the older generation what are the issues that your generation cares about the most? Because those are, and and, kind of when we talk about democratic candidates, the way we get young people to the polls is by giving them a democratic candidate that inspires them and that they're excited to vote about. That's just how you do it. What kind of issues are you excited about and what candidates are you excited about?
3: Oh, well, I think it's really hard because most people in my generation at this point have become so PC that Mm. no, no one's doing anything right. And... You're seeing that a lot with these political candidates where everyone's just harping on little things that Nit-picking, they're doing wrong. Teeny, tiny
1: little things, mm-hmm. And yeah.
3: instead of that being, you know, oh, we have all these great candidates that are, you know, diverse and all that, instead of being open about it, we're like, well, this person said this once and this person did this and had this thing. And Picking it's just, them apart
1: before they even have a chance what, to get their yeah,
3: what,
0: what, what, what are the kind of the candidates that excite you, the top, like, three candidates you're excited At about? At this
3: point, I don't really... I can't say because I feel like we're still a little far. I mean, I love Kamala and mm-hmm. I love, you know, I, I don't know. You know, Pete is great. booted Boot edge edge as Trump says. Yeah. Um, <laughs> edge but edge. I, I don't know. It's really hard. I, I really, I would be fine with any of them. That's mm. all I'll say. I, I really don't care at this point. Whoever can beat Trump, I'm there for. Yeah. Even. Well, they're by. all better than Trump. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Every yeah. single one of them ha- is better than Trump. Hashtag not
1: you, Tulsi. She's
3: uh, not a factor.
0: Yeah. She's not a factor. Don't waste oxygen on her. I know. Yeah, no,
3: <laughs> yeah. it's, it's rough. I don't know. I, I'm not very hopeful. I'll say that. Unfortunately, don't yeah. mean to be a, like a dead Downer, no, no, no. But there, I really. There's a
1: distinct possibility that Trump yeah, will win. Well, re- I re-election. really
3: believe that hardcore. Well, here's the yeah. deal the,
1: the, because
0: we allow Trump to take our hope away. And that's what he's doing. When he's making these racist attacks against the Congresswoman, again, he's trying to control what America is. And, and we have to rise up and say, no, that's not America. You know, patriotism is condemning racism, right? Because when we condemn racism, we actually heal our country. Yeah. We heal our original sin. Right. And so we have to stay hopeful. What Trump wants, he, what he does is he floods the zone, you know, much like an authoritarian. He floods the zone with all the news he wants us to talk about, right? And so he can overwhelm us. So he can exhaust us. But get, because pe- when people are exhausted, they give in and they think, oh, my vote doesn't matter. But make no mistake, yeah. our vote matters because if our vote didn't matter, Republicans wouldn't be working so hard to suppress it, yeah. right? So we can't, I get it. It is, I, I feel you, that that I, I don't feel so hope some days either. However, the moment we start to to buy into the, to his narrative is the moment we surrender. Yeah. And that's what authoritarians want. Yeah. They want us to give them all our power. And we have to remember that no look, I want impeachment hearings more than anyone. I've been fighting for it just as hard as you, Rob, and as hard as Tom Steyer and, and the need to impeach movement. But at the end of the day, the biggest threat to Donald Trump is we the people. Yeah. Because we the people have the power to take his power away yes. in 2020.
2: And we have to remember if, remind we, ourselves yeah, that. If we get our vote out, if we can yeah. really get our vote out, uh, knowing full well that we're, uh, you know, we're constrained by... By uh, gerrymandering, by intimidation, by voter suppression, by the uh, exactly. Russian disinformation, right. all of that. Yep. We know if that's we coming can again. Keep and drive it out as hard as possible. We have the vast majority. Right. And we can win. We have no We have to win. We have to win. Right. Not eke out a win. We have to win in a Definitively. landslide. Definitively. Right. And if we don't win in a mm-hmm. landslide electorally and popular vote, uh, th- th- that. Uh, that uh, undercurrent of racism will rise back up. We got to crush it down. But
3: but even if we do win, they're still all here. They are here. They're still doing they
2: They They are here, but they'll get suppressed. They will. They'll start getting suppressed.
0: Trump Trump is the head of the snake. And when you beat the head of a snake of a a white nationalist fascist movement, it starts to deplete kind of the energy they all have. Yeah. And Uh, so
2: cut off the head of the snake and the body body dies.
0: Right. Exactly. Or
3: Or it grows a new head. It That's does, true. but it again, will. it, it will. will.
2: But but hopefully, the country moves forward in enough years to move forward to start really marginalizing. I've yeah. been saying this for a long time. It feels like we're fighting the last major battle of the Civil War. Right. It's 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 bubbled up politically, and we're fighting it now. And we're going to decide. You know, yep. all those people, Barr and Kellyanne Conway, and uh, all those people are going to be on the wrong. They're going to be on the the Confederate States of America history, they're going to be there. Right. And we have to suppress it down and then really move forward in mm-hmm. a big way to mar- start marginalizing that race. Right. I mean, they, remember, those are the
0: people, Trump and his team, they betrayed democracy. Yeah. We have to restore democracy. Yeah. And yeah. I get that it feels hopeless some days. Yeah. But look, if, I, if I, Trump I'm had it won, we wouldn't have had the... the what people call the pink wave in 2018, you know, in the big blue wave, where we had so many women mm-hmm. coming into the into into yes. the Democratic and, Congress, and so many diverse, and so many yes. diverse. Yeah. we wouldn't have maybe Alexandria Costa cortez and Rashida Tlaib and, and Ayanna Presley and, Yilan- and Ilhan Omar. Yeah. You know, that's the new wave, and we. Ha-
2: I, I get it. It is. It feels stark. There's some days where I don't want to fight anymore. But but, uh, if we- but but AOC said this the other day. We're not going back. No. For the first time, you look at a Congress and it begins to look like America. It's beginning to look like America. And we have to cement that. We cannot make that disappear with this with this president again. Right. We can we can make that grow and become the real America that we all envision.
0: Yeah. And we also have to do the work. I mean it we gotta start canvassing and organizing and getting behind the candidates you support. You know what I mean? Like democracy it, it, it it requires participation. Yes. You know, and, and when you look at some of the things, there's that new stat that drives me nuts that even white uh, evangelicals only represent 15% of America, yet they represent 25% of the voting population. Yes, yes. Because they vote. Yes. And so a lot of this is we got to do less complaining on social media, and we have to get active in our democracy ago, Carl
2: Years ago, Carl years ago, Karl Rove said, if we could just get the evangelicals, we could win in the second term. Now they're saying if we guess get the white nationalists, we don't need anybody else we can win an election. Right. And they will come out and vote and we have to we have to overwhelm them. Well and that's what Trump is doing. He's he's it's not just
0: that he's racist. He's weaponizing race yeah. to to energize his base. So we have to energize look, we're not gonna win the election by trying to convert a few Trump voters in the middle of our country. No. We're gonna win elections are won by turning out your base. We have to turn out our voters. And then and, our and then voters, pick off
2: some of the voters that we acquired during the midterms, which are those white suburban uh, women. And, uh, you know, those... And
0: that's, people don't like to talk about this, but the reason Trump won, he won by two reasons. 52% of white women voted for Trump and independents voted for Trump. He won independents by a few points. And the midterms, white women left the Republican Party. Those same white women who put him in office in 2016. So remember, as much as... Trump is, while America's hanging by a thread, on the other end, Trump actually himself is hanging by a thread. Absolutely. And the people on, forget that. You don't want to give the authoritarian w- yeah. more power. The only way
2: he wins is, is by is suppressing he, our votes. If he threads the needle right. and picks off Wisconsin. Yeah. Right. If he picks off Wisconsin and takes and, and and gets every other state that he won the last time, he gets 271. Exactly. So we have to focus like a laser on those and states. And we
0: have to not give our power away to him and remind ourselves that we do outnumber
2: them. Yeah. And we can't. But we can't start sniping at each other. Right. That's what Romy was saying before. Yeah. You know, we cannot do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, we have these debates coming up and people taking pot shots and I understand yeah. they want to get the nomination. Right. But please yeah. don't snipe at each other. Right. We have to there's a bigger goal here than getting Agreed. that nomination. Look, there's a time, our party is is
0: having kind of a generational debate of, you know, do yes. we want to be more moderate or do we want to be more progressive? And that's a that's a good debate to have. But we don't want to let that debate detract, distract us from the real the bigger the picture. real picture yeah, the and the real picture. picture is getting Donald Trump out of absolutely. office. absolutely, and that's what we have to do and absolutely. and for me, that means impeachment hearings and vote him out. It's not I, either or I agree we can do both because that will help us. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, Rob, just on what would you like to see kind of the Democrats do on Wednesday? Uh, What do you hope they kind of, what kind of questions do you want them to ask Mueller? Mueller, the Mueller hearings. And do you want them to pounce
2: after and start to use this so we can not, because last time we didn't pounce. This is what I'd like. And I've had conversations with, uh, you know, members and talked about this. Pick the things in the Mueller report that you want the public to hear. Mm. And however you get that out, Either by a member saying, reading what's actually in the report, mm-hmm. reading a section, and saying to Bob Mueller, is that in your report? <laughs> yes or no? And it, he's going to say yes because he's going to stay within the four corners of the report. Mm-hmm. So there you have that on the record. Right. That is in his report. Right. Did Don McGahn tell Donald Trump, blah, 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 and you read the Don McGahn thing, right. is that in your report? Yes. Yeah. And just get those small... Don't get into back and forth and fighting. He's not going to be forthcoming. Right. right. So... You're Frank, not going to get a code red... No. ...out of him. No. Because that's... No. Right. But- you're goddamn right I did. That, no, we're yeah. right. not going to get... You can't <laughs> like, handle the truth. No, you're we're not going to get that. that. But no. what we can get, because he will, you know, be very, very circumspect, if we can get him the, the, the points that we really want to make, get them out in the public... And get him to agree that those things are in the report
0: right and I, I also think it's important to remind everyone you know we have this kind of hero worship in America where we put people on pedestals and we you know we want the we want a hero to save us you know we want and and that you know, Mueller isn't going to save us. Remember no. all last year we talked how oh, no. Mueller's going to save us. Mueller's going to save us. And then, you know, the Democrats, we're going to save us. We, yeah. the people, are the heroes we've been waiting for.
2: But we can look at the Mueller report, and there are things—I mean, he had no time it to, to, to uh, investigate a counterintelligence I- issue. Those things right. take years, sometimes right. 10 years, and you don't want to get a prosecution. You want to keep it open so you're getting information. So he never had a chance— but there are enough things in that report that are hardcore criminal. Yep. And just get those things out.
0: Yep. Yep. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to do rapid fire?
1: You want? Real, do a, yeah, real come quick. on. Do Your rapid God. fire. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Before we kick off our rapid fire, I want to remind you guys one more time about that new product I've been using, Plexiderm. It's amazing. It takes away the bags
1: instantly under your eyes. It actually works within two minutes yeah, of yeah, applying it. Yeah, you just put it on and then you can actually look at yourself in the mirror as your bags disappear. It's crazy. It's revolutionary. Uh, see for yourself. Watch a real video
0: with real people and see how fast crow's feet, wrinkles, and under eye bags disappear These results are backed up by Plexiderm's 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Go to TryPlexiderm.com and use coupon code SEXYLIBERAL for my discount. That's TryPlexiderm.com with code SEXYLIBERAL or call 1-800-685-1292 and mention SEXYLIBERAL. This is Rapid Fire with Romy Reiner. Uh, Romy, name a personal hero that has inspired you to be a better activist.
3: Well, I don't know if you could hear throughout this podcast how passionate my father is or how loud he is. And and it all, you know, it it can influence you. So I'd say him, my mom, my aunt is pretty active. She's a rabbi. And I don't know. I feel like people in my family are pretty uh, outspoken. And I feel like when you're in your house listening to Rachel Maddow every day of your life, you're like it's ingrained in you for some reason. You
2: should read her pinned tweet.
0: I have it's <laughs> you want your boyfriend to uh, look like or
3: no I you, think make it's, you feel the it's, way Michelle Rachel I think Maddow it's makes um I want a boyfriend to look at me the way my parents look, look at, at Rachel Maddow, Maddow. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's true I do name
0: <laughs> something that makes America great
3: uh donuts Ooh. yeah <laughs> I don't know cheat I don't know there's donuts a lot of America other great. things. We just missed it's, the
1: donuts we had in here this morning. Oh, from man. Donuttrend. Oh, yeah. no! I mean,
3: I think it's pretty here in some places. <laughs> what is your
0: favorite thing to do in your spare time?
3: Um, hmm, I like to bake. I like to bake and drop. Donuts? Donuts? No. I like to bake cupcakes. Oh. Yeah. I should have
0: Uh If you could fix one thing in America, what would it be?
3: Oh, man. Um... Homelessness. Mm,
0: good answer. I really...
3: That's sad.
0: Yeah. Who are your three favorite people to follow on Twitter?
3: Oh, I would have to look. Um, you. Oh, oh stop <laughs> it. <laughs> There's def- I like to follow AOC. I think she's great. Um, And... I love th- AOC. I love following uh, Stephen King. Uh, yeah, he's, he's amazing, great. isn't he? Um, and this thing called 41 Strange. It's oh. like this weird account that posts weird pictures of things that you're like, whoa, I've never seen that before. You should follow it. Oh, just, let's check it out. It's not political. So
0: kind of gives you a nice break. A good rest yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is your favorite movie that your father has made?
3: <laughs> oh, man, I get oh. asked that a lot and I never answer it, but mm-hmm. I'll answer it today because I feel comfortable here. Um, <laughs> oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, I I think I can't choose a favorite, but I'll say I like Stand by me, mm-hmm. Princess Bride, and Misery.
1: Yeah, yeah, good choices. That's a
2: that's a that's a that's, p- that's a, a spectrum there. Yeah, Stand by me, well, Princess Bride, and Stephen Misery. Uh,
1: yes, yeah, yeah. Love, stories yeah. exactly. Stand
0: by me and Princess Bride. Those are my Misery all two- the way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. wow. And finally, who has the best chance of beating Donald Trump in twenty twenty?
3: Ah, man. It's okay. You know what. I'm gonna say, you know, I don't, I don't have an answer to that. I'm sorry, I, I'm not a as astute as I wish I was. Um, I don't you got an
1: answer I, out of her that she never answers, so that's a good.
3: Yeah, one. I don't think anyone, but, uh,
1: <laughs> oh, God, but yeah, no. let's
3: say somebody. Um, that's all right. That'll drag people know. to the polls. Hillary. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: Um, uh, Rob, any final thoughts? Like, what kind of?
2: Well, leave I us can... with some hope. Well, I, I do have hope actually because. Yeah as we've been talking, if we can frame this this race for what it is, which is do we want a country a racist country do we want or do we want an inclusive country that says send send me you're tired, you're poor mm-hmm. I right. mean what kind of, what I mean uh, you know I I like Joe Biden. I think he has a good chance to win, but I also like Kamala. I like Elizabeth Warren. I like a lot of the candidates, but to me it's about, the soul of the country. And mm. and 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 Biden said that right at the outset of his campaign he said we are fighting for the soul of the country. Mm. And if we can all understand that and frame it the way it needs to be framed, it's racism and 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 white nationalism uh, versus inclusion. Right. And I think that's that we can do well and I'm hopeful.
0: Yeah me too yeah. well thank you so much this has been an awesome uh uh edition of amped up thank you guys so much for coming into the studio thanks, thanks for, having for having us and uh,
3: uh are these Reese's pieces uh expired no no please you.
0: take one and Wait, uh, thank than you one. for I listening canceled. to another episode of amped up uh if you want to continue the conversation online you can go to twitter and use the hashtag amped up and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next week
1: Hey, this is Randy Rhodes, host of the Randy Rhodes After Hours podcast. If you love this episode, you're going to love the whole show. Every week we talk about everything that matters to you from our future
0: as a democracy to our existence on this here planet. Find it all at sexyliberal.com on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and anywhere and everywhere you get your podcasts.